<laughs> wow thanks for that great uh, that, <laughs> that was amazing intro music <laughs> well i wasn't singing <laughs> but I, it would probably be worse if it was me <laughs> welcome everybody to the cantina next podcast episode 190 191 episodes we have joel and jaime welcome you guys how are we doing how we doing man it's friday thank god Yep, end of the week. It is indeed, and while we mostly talk about uh, Liga MX, uh, we can't ignore what was been going on in the Champions League, and there was a two epic games recently with which would have, which was um, Tottenham versus Ajax, uh, and then and then uh, Barcelona crashing out. When they, when they were favorites, that three zero lead, and then losing to uh, <clears throat> Liverpool in epic fashion. Did you guys catch the games? Yeah, three uh, zero lead doesn't mean anything in Champions League, apparently. Yeah, I know, but it was against Barca, so I mean, it's it was, you know, you people, know, and people forget the uh, Roma did the same thing to them last year. That's you know I forgot you could add me to that list I <laughs> I forgot but you know and also uh, Tottenham was missing some of their players uh, yeah and uh, so was it that guy more salad um, and I don't know who else but but yeah Liverpool. no Liverpool had no business winning that game I mean I know it's Anfield and I've I've been to Anfield and it's a very intimate but like intense environment. And uh, to see that comeback was, I mean, both both games were incredible. I definitely feel for Ajax, though. They were kind of like the underdog, and, you know, I really wanted them to see it, see it through, but Spurs absolutely deserved that victory. Oh, yeah, all the yeah. Teams did. yeah, after that goal, um, you, you see all the players just drop to the floor. It's like maybe one or two, but like the majority just like they just crashed. Oh yeah. man, I, yeah. I think I got the player wrong. Where, where does Salah play? He, he's he's in Liverpool. Salah is uh, oh, Salah's Liverpool, yeah. Yeah. All right, I, I had him wrong. Yeah, you're saying Tottenham. I had him wrong because I was thinking of Tottenham because uh, I know they were, you know, um, they have Pochettino and he had injuries and then. Supposedly, from what I've read, no, no refuerzos. No refuerzos. It sounds like he sounds perfect for Chivas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that that Ajax game, like when they when they lost. You know, it was that goal, like last minute. It, it was giving me flashbacks of when 
uh, Chivas lost to Pachuca in that semifinal. Oh. Was it the Calero goal? Yeah, it was like that same feeling like, man, we were so close to doing it with like a team that had no business, you know, going to the final because it was during the World Cup. So we didn't have any any players. They were all in that squad. You know, it was a bunch of like um, players from the from from the academy. So I feel like Ajax is the same thing. You know, it was a bunch of players that had no business like making it that far and they were so close from pulling it off and then they're going to get dismantled next season you know so it's like <laughs> i was like their one chance of of doing something because frankie the young and uh delight are i mean pretty much in bed with barcelona right now yeah man this that that academy man their their coffers they're going to be filled with you know they're going to have enough shopping money and you know it's funny because they say, "Oh, Ajax and Barcelona have like the same DNA," and they were right because they both they both lost. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, poor poor Cruyff. Um, but we had um, wait, where is he at? Because I wanted to point something out about about um, you know. I yeah. While you think of that, I have a question for you guys. Right. Do you think Lainez would have made an impact had he oh. had picked Ajax <laughs> over Betis? It's hard to tell. For me, it's hard to tell because, I mean, it remains to be seen if he would have been a starter. Would he have breaking into that team starting lineup? Or would he still be, like, fighting for a position in the first team or riding the pine? <clears throat> They did. I think they did really well with what they had. Um, I don't know if he would have made an impact in the maybe in regular season games, uh, but in the Champions League, I don't know if it would have made much of a difference. They were they were playing really like everyone was praising their uh, their passing and just the way they were moving around the ball, and then would score those the goals and everything in the previous Champions League games. I um, think for me, it would be a bold assumption and. To, to you know assume that Linus would have been a starter at Ajax I, you know yeah. I think he would probably be coming off the bench um, similar like to the way he's doing at Betis but instead of 15 minutes probably coming on like minute you know 60 getting like 30 minutes of play um, but to assume like oh you know Linus should have picked Ajax they would have made it to the final like uh, that's just you know how we are as Mexicans you know <laughs> <laughs> You know, but it, but we we must also think about the the long run payoff, and that's um, by being in Spain, he could get European. Um, he Passport. could become a yeah, a EU national like you know European. Is it Union. faster in Spain than it is yes. in Holland? Oh, it, it is. Especially if you're Latin American, and you're in Spain, it is gonna be, it's gonna be a faster transition, which which was where uh. Ochoa messed up because he was living in France and he just needed to stay like one more year. And I think, I believe his son had been born there. So, he, and, uh, he, he left to Spain and then he didn't even stay in Spain. He ended up, <laughs> he ended up in Belgium and that's what's, it has hurt him. You know, he's, he's still in Belgium, but if he would have stayed in France, uh, I would, I would say that he would have had a better shot. Of being in a, you know, in a better league. 
and there's uh, <clears throat> heavy talks about him possibly joining Chicago Fire. So oh. he needs to fire his agent like five years ago. Well, no, I like, mean, but, but, <laughs> hey, you could be freezing your nuts off in Belgium, or you could be, you know, he could be hanging out with Bob over there in Chicago. Uh, enjoying some tortas or something. No, I mean, if you get the payoff, this guy's been hustling for since he was 18. I mean, how old is he now? He's like in his 30s, right? Like, yeah, 30. yeah, and I, he still has like two World Cups left. I, I could see him two being the seis, cop, seis Copas, yeah. I could see him breaking that five cup, maybe not because he didn't play, he hasn't played in all of the cups, but he would have still been in called up to like six. He's 33. I just looked it up. And as much as I would love Ochoa to break the, the <laughs> record, it, it is concerning that we don't really have a goalkeeper that's, like, ready to take that spotlight. Like, we have Ochoa, and, and then everybody else is kind of just, like, yeah, no names, you know. Well, Odinho's well, not the truth, unfortunately. Like, he's shown that he's very prone to accidents. And, I mean, we don't really have anybody stepping it up. Oh, but, but Jaime, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Gold, Gold Cup is, is uh, soon to come. No, uh, we will get there, though. Um, but but just to finish up on, on the champions, you know, one thing I've noticed, well, I noticed two things. One, we could say it's we're, we're beginning to see the beginning of the end for the whole Messi-Ronaldo era when they would, they would dominate. And they're both already, like, in their mid-30s. Mm-hmm. So... We might not see them again in, in you know, in uh, winning or lifting the, the Orejona. So that's, you know, that's just, damn. Uh, not a criticism, you know. They, they were there. They were the biggest stars for a long time. But now it's like they're slowly edging out and we're going to see new players. Uh, the second one was with the coaches because we, we saw that the teams, Los Aguantaron, and and they got their teams to the final. So the Pochettino, he arrived 2014, hasn't really won anything, mm-hmm. but he has a team now. And same with uh, Klopp, Jurgen Klopp with Liverpool. He, I was hearing criticized be, before the, the Barca match because especially after they had lost 3-0 and they were saying how in three years he had not won anything. But now he has a team playing the uh, you know, biggest final the team could play. So I'm just saying, like, three three years, even four, it's it's not really a long time, but I guess, like, the way society is, like, we're used to everything fast. It yeah. does seem like a long time for us. And in Mexico, even Worse. more, because it's yeah. it's double torneo. So instead of mm-hmm. saying, he hasn't won anything in three torneos, it's six. Yeah. And... You know, obviously in Mexico, everyone's on a short leash. Like, you go five games without winning and you're axed, like, yeah. immediately. And it's like, wow, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you suck. It's, it's, yeah, it's tough, man. It's okay. tough. So, one thing, yeah, on we, on, on real quick on, on Messi, there was a, a video of him walking just past the press and not talking to anyone. There, <laughs> some, there was some criticism. Who, Messi? Yeah, Messi. After the, after the loss, after the elimination. 
I I'll Let's still <laughs> I'll never forget when he lost the Copa America like for the second time in a row, and he said, "Yes, yeah, too, like I'm retiring," and we're like, "What?" Like, <laughs> it's, it's emotions. I mean, and that's and I, that's my point is I sort of want to say like I don't I don't I don't criticize him for not for getting upset, getting emotional, or maybe not wanting to talk to the press. Um, I also think about what happened just uh, just recently in the. The Conca Champions, where Nahuel was fighting Layun after the, you know, waiting for the second place or the, you know, the trophy mm-hmm. medals and all that stuff. Um, and everyone was calling him like a sore loser. Yeah. And, and things like that. I, I think that just, uh, it's just a characteristic of people who are competitive and who want to win and who, who eventually are champions. And it happens to, to even the greatest players like Messi. So I, I don't see it as a defect. I see it as just a competitive drive. Where you're not satisfied getting second place, you're not satisfied, or you're not happy um, seeing somebody. You know, I wouldn't, I would, I would even want to leave the whole pitch instead of getting some second place medal. I wouldn't even want to be out there. I mean, I think uh, really yeah, face, but to stand out there and watch all that stuff, I'm, I'm out of there. You know? Yeah, I would say like nobody likes to lose, man, <laughs> especially at that level. But it's also like how you carry yourself in defeat. You know, I think that's how that that's how it defines you as a character you know and obviously like the sore losers the drama queens like those are the ones that get the most press because it's like wow you know it's like it's not about you you know it's like it's the whole team you know so i i've always respected people that handle like defeat a little bit more like respectful and but yeah obviously inside you're you're just livid you just want to leave you just want to you know mess everything up so Messi, i just feel like he's been on the receiving end of this for a long time you know he really thought this was going to be the year barca won everything and he's watched ronaldo win what three champions leagues in a row so it's like he's definitely had he's had like a big chip on his shoulder and uh you know for him not to produce the results i think that's what's getting to him and he's got, like you said, not too much time left, you know, before he starts to plateau and start to decline. Yeah, they're showing clips of uh, previous times that he won. He, he looked like a like a young kid with the long hair and everything, like a young <laughs> And now he's a totally different, yeah. totally different guy. Still great, but you know, it's it's, it's getting he, to that point. You know, I I always Messi has this look. He gets this look in his face, and I always felt that he's like on the spectrum, like he has like mild autism. He's kind of like Rain Man. You put him to play cards, but then once you, you know, once the game ends, he's like, you know, doesn't know what to do. So I kind of seen it with with Messi, where the game ends and he has this lost look in his face. He doesn't know what to do next. I know what you're talking uh, about. You seen it? Yeah, I think he's just an introverted person by. There you go. I, I should have said introverted. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's like one of those kids that just like you know. Brilliant, but doesn't like to brag or anything. He's just a very humble and introverted person. And you can tell, like, earlier in his career, he was very uncomfortable being in front of the camera and doing interviews. And I don't think he's still used to it, but, you know, he tr- he does his best. <clears throat> yeah, well, we could talk about League IMX now. Um, Liguilla. Yeah. The Liguilla kicked off, and... We had, um, first we had, um, what was it? 
the first match was Cholos losing to Leon. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw the interview with Oscar Pareja. I don't know if that's a meme where they ask him a question and he doesn't know how to answer. I haven't seen that. You guys haven't seen it. We was going to get the clip to play it, and it kind of seems like a meme. <laughs> He's just like, um, um, almost like that one Maradona when they asked him about, like, Mexican football. Hey. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was very similar to that. Uh, but three to one, Yon is not here. I wanted to, you know, because he was saying the curse of the first the place curse of the super leader. Yes, but um, if you look at the roster for Leon, they got, you know, they got some ringers in there. Players like Cota and and um. Well, and, um, they got uh, Estemena. And of course, you can't forget JJ Mack, the stud. JJ, <laughs> they do no, but Mont Montes has won before. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, and and so has Cotton. They got some of these other, but I think it's a uh, few others. But but they they have the experience to back, to back that up. That's right. They got Sambu. Um, so I, I could see Leon Leon uh, taking this series. Uh, I think Pareja is the first time, first time Liga MX, and he took Cholos to the Liguilla, so mm. that's commendable. Uh, but I, I, I think Leon, Leon's run is gonna continue. But do you think they're gonna win the whole thing? You know. Well, I, I, I think they're contenders, but it's, it's hard to say, you know, um, because I think they're, you know. Like America, Tigres, Mont- all of those teams could could take could take you know any of the other one out. Because I mean, if you look at the seventeen games that they've had this season, oh, they only lost to what Rayados and Chivas, right? No, they tied. I believe they they had they beat they had they, they had no, two they, defeats only. I think yeah, uh, Monterrey. Uh, it was the second match of the season, 2-0 they lost, and then against Chivas, you know. So it's like everybody else, they've either beaten or tied. So it's like you would assume that going into Ligia that this is like a clear, easy favorite to win the whole thing. But I don't know what it is about that, watching them lose to Chivas. I was like, wow, you know, you guys got exposed. But <laughs> I don't think the regular season matters as much when it comes to Ligia. I think mm-hmm. it's sort of just – that you start from scratch, but you got home field advantage for the whole, you know, the whole run. I think that definitely plays a factor. Yeah, you're right. So, um, they lost to Tigres and Monterrey. So they lost their first oh, two cool. games of the season, and then they they um they bounced back. I believe it was. They had a big match against Querétaro where they won 4-0. And then, wait, am I looking at the right results? They, they tied. They I tied don't think Tigres. I'm looking at the right results. God damn it, never mind. They tied Tigres and <laughs> Monterrey at the very beginning. And then yes. the streak. They got, yeah, they, they remember they beat America at, at the Aztec Stadium. What's it, like 3-0? Mm-hmm. They won in a streak, and then they, then their next, and then their loss was against Chivas. Yeah, they they went twelve ma- twelve games. They won twelve games in a row. Jeez, I know I got that one right. So 
they won 12 and then they lost that one. And if I'm not mistaken, not just the best offense, but the best defense in the league. Yeah, we were, you know. They did mess up in the in that uh, Cholo's goal. Um, they started, their defense was sort of exposed there. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't catch the game, but I just know that their goal difference, like the goals against, they only had 14 and 41 yeah. in favor. So it's like, wow. <laughs> like, have we yeah. seen a more dominant team in in this league before? I don't think so. Yeah, maybe, I don't know if you... Maybe Toluca, you, like, comes in mind sometimes, but nah, not like this. Oh, in recent time, uh, yeah, even, what was it? Uh, the French team gave Leon some props. I think it's Marseille. They tweeted out, uh, like, something like, like, oh, good thing we're not going up against Leon. Oh, wow. It's it's just like li- li- the, the French, the French Leon. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. They just sort of like gave them props. Yeah, I actually um, thought that Sholos would give them a little bit of a of a fight, um, but because they're playing, you know, they're they're like in the end line and they're pretty loud and everything. I thought they would have like a little bit of a. You thought know, Caliente was gonna be hotter. Yeah, and, and 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 I and I thought Leon was a lot of hype. But, oh, uh, well, not, 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 full on, not full on hype, but I thought that you know they would be a regular team going into Liga. But they, they've they've proved myself wrong, or I, I sort of want to say that they proved Cholos to be a lesser of a team. I no, but you, what happens when they go into the next round against? Well, yeah, team. but if you, if you see these players with Leon, uh, you know, to repeat myself, these guys they they've all succeeded before they've. They've been in big games, uh, and then to get them in that team, and some of them are older, but they do have that experience. Something you see very common with Italian teams, where they have these team team viejitos, you know, bunch of dudes in their thirties. Este, yeah, going <laughs> to my quad, quad I forgot his name. He has like twenty goals in the league, and he's thirty six. For in, oh. in Italy, in Italy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he, he plays for uh, um, Sampdoria, and he just made a record about like being the oldest uh, person in the league to, to have twenty goals in a season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you know, remember Kevo took they they uh, it was Hellas Verona. I was saying it was Hellas Verona, and and they took Marquez, and he was already what like thirty four when they when they signed him. Mm. Yeah, those those teams are like. They don't. They don't discriminate against us, viejitos, man. <laughs> and but those teams can be good. I mean, if you get the players and, and they're they're doing good and they have that experience, they they could they could take you a long way. I think that's that's why Leon might not be strong for a long time. You know, for that. You know, at at the same time, uh, I don't think they own. Um, damn, what's this? The guy's name? Mena. Angel Mena, he belongs to Cruz Azul. And uh, I think Cruz Azul wants to cash out or either get him back. And they don't own J.J. Mack either. They oh. don't, but they're willing to pay. Uh, so I'm hearing some uh, $15 million, which is not really that much. But it so is suppose, in Mexico, I think. Yeah, but I mean, we've already seen in Mexico, like, Pizarro going for 17, 17. And then 18. And, <laughs> yeah. 
And and so I, I uh, the news is that, the, what is it, Erika Aguirre was the guy from Pachuca. Mm. She was supposedly signed. And so I think, I think the number they I heard some, was like seven. They try to do seven. some type of Yes, because go for Pachuca. Yeah, but, so it'll be the player yeah. plus money. So what I don't understand is I heard that Leon is already ready to negotiate JJ Mack to Europe. And I'm like, how can you do that? You know, like, oh. I know you, I know you have the option to buy him. Like, yeah. and you can trigger that at any time, but it's like going to Hertz, renting a car and then going to a dealership and trying to trade it in. I'm like, wait, do you even own this car? Like, hold on. <laughs> well, that was the class. So I guess, cause it's the contract class. So what, what was being rumored is that, um, cause Macias is going to the under 20 world cup. And yeah. if he has a good tournament and he generates interest from abroad, oh. then and then that Leon will be like, you know what, we're activating, we're activating the buy clause, and and then they have, you know, they have their like, like partnerships with, with I guess PSV and and other clubs now that they're linked up with, hmm. where it's like. Where it's like, um, what they do is, um, like they might not sell them for a lot of money, but then they do, um, if, like, say they send them to PSB and then PSB sells them, mm-hmm. they get a percentage of that. Right. Yeah. Which I think is going to happen with, um, who was it? I think it happened with, with, um, with Jimenez. I Bro. think America got like five million. More oh, from the yeah, I it. yeah, I believe it. Yeah, so I mean, but I, I would say for <laughs> they would probably get money like that. So that's that's the possibility. But the the partnership I, thing though is interesting, and not to get like too off topic, but I know San Luis got promoted and they're owned by Atletico, right, Madrid? Yes. So well, they, they they own part of it, not like not uh, all of, not the whole team, just. And I know there part was, of the team. I know there was a rumor that quickly got shut down about <laughs> Nino Torres possibly joining. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's like, "Who? What? Hell no!" <laughs> but I would like to see more partnerships like that, where you get players that are, um, you know, maybe can get trials at those teams, and then you're you're exporting our talent to a a club that is already part of the process. I think that'd be awesome. We need yeah, more. but you, but you know, they have more players. Teams like. Like Atletico Madrid, and then they buy players and they have them scattered around, loaned out in second division teams or in other leagues. And I could see them sending some players like that. From this squad they got promoted, it had um, six Argentines and four Spaniards. So I, I need to look into them to see where they played before. But, I mean, that's something that I could see them taking advantage of, uh, that Mexico no longer has that. That foreigner limit. So what was the other Ligia game on that? Was it Wednesday? It was uh, Tigres and Pachuca? Yeah, Tigres. Tigres. And that yes. was a draw, 1-1. Yes, and that was that was for Pachuca. They have Palermo, and he's the other newbie. <laughs> he's Palermo. the other new Newberg for for Liga MX and Liguilla. Chivas should... Uh... Make Buffalo coach <laughs> just, just for that. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting um, matchup because uh, um, 
just to see if Tigres is going to step up their uh, their game. They did get the tie. Uh, yeah. So that's that's good. But uh, you don't yeah. think they could do it at El Volcan, or do you want to see ferocious Tiger completely mm-hmm. dismantle I think, the Tuzos? I think they uh, I think they will take it, but you, they got to be thinking of what's next. You know, if they, if they do advance, they're going against Monterrey. Yeah, oh. yeah, again. Uy, el <laughs> yeah, in the words of uh, Miguel Sava, tengo miedo. <laughs> well, maybe this time Tuca will put Niñac since the beginning, not yeah. not just throw him in at the end. Yeah, I mean, that's always going to be a great rivalry, and it's always going to be. Uh, like Monterrey right now has the has the advantage, obviously, but you know Tigres were had some pretty good victories too. So that's always going to be one of those like a coin flip type of, of matchups. You just don't know. Um, but yeah, you you would have expected them to be a little bit more convincing versus Pachuca. Well, it wasn't Pachuca, so I, I'll give it I'll give it to you know away. It was an away game. Mm-hmm. They have the, the tie advantage to go back home and take care of business, which I think they will, unless they get too scared of what's coming up next. Uh, Monterrey, we haven't gotten into it, but they didn't get the. They were away at Necaxa and Aguascalientes, and they didn't. They, <coughs> they lost, right? Yeah, and a red card, I think. Uh, yeah, so they lost. Uh, I forget who, what player, but uh, one, their goal, though, and the Cats' goal was pretty nice. It was a cross-in guy headed through. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Rayados could could overturn that oh, at the Tamalera. Yeah. They got plenty of uh, firepower to turn that around. You know, they got Pizarro and Funes Mori, who I think has scored against every team in the league. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's has that uh, record. He's he's like one of the few players that just have, have scored on every single team. It's crazy. Damn. He's got he's got he's in the perfect position to to score goals. It's, it it works perfectly with their their game plan and everything. And I just I just see that their power their lineup being too powerful for what uh, Tigres Tigres is sort of like an an over the hill like we were talking about Messi and Ronaldo no longer being. That's what I think Tigres and Gignac is sort of getting to that point. Whereas and, Monterrey is sort of a younger Pisadro. They have the younger the younger guys coming in. Yeah, more hungry. I think we can safely assume that there will be at least one team from Monterrey that makes it to the final, right? I yes. Think that's, that's a pretty pretty good assumption. Which which you know it's it's showing the dominance. I was talking about this uh, earlier hey, in the well, Twitter sphere. Talk, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. When he talks. I pensé que has terminado, güey. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, keep going, man. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm just saying it's it's. Oh, Chiquis, you were gonna say something? No, I think I think he said like something else. He didn't say let me talk. He, he, what said, did you no, I said money talks. Oh, money. Talks. Oh, yeah, I thought you said yeah, let me no, talk, and no, I was like, no, 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 oh. no, no. I was like. <laughs> I was you're like, saying, how rude! You're saying you're saying how uh, how like there's something special in Monterrey, and I'm like, well, it's money, man. Yeah, it is. No, no, it, I, it is money. Uh, not denying that the big two big corporations, Pemsa and Cemex, and if they wanted to, they could pump even more money. They would just completely dominate. But we, we've been seeing it now. Uh, just the last uh, 
I think the last 10 liguillas, um, just how often those teams are are making it to the final and, and even playing the CONCA Champions Final and how we're seeing those teams clashing. And it's, it's going to become uh, more regular that we see those two teams uh, competing for the for all the trophies. So, I mean, we're, we just saw them play a, a final and pretty soon we could be seeing them playing in another finals matchup. Yeah. I, I mean, unfortunately, that's the the game of football has turned into who's got the most money and and you're starting to see the the connection between titles and money. I mean, look at Man City. Oh, yeah. And Monterrey has just a lot of money, you know, and it's you're seeing these, these teams win a lot of, of silverware because of that. And all of a sudden, 13, 12 titles doesn't look so far, you know, <laughs> like in a couple yeah. of years, you know, these teams are going to catch up to the, you know, Chivas. Yeah, and- it, it, yeah, no, I agree. If it stays, if it stays, you know, as it is now, because, you, you know, you never know. Yeah. Um, FEMSA might just wrap it up and be like, you know what? We're going to go sponsor Caminata now or whatever and, and then just leave and then Monterrey will be pretty assed. Um, but if they, if they stay the course, yeah, especially with the two tournaments per year, we will see them. Um, which is one of the, one of the ways like, like Toluca caught up and, and they're like third place in campeonatos. Yeah. And Cruz Azul's been chilling. <laughs> Cruz Azul, yeah, good, good, good way to go into the next. Because Cruz Azul yesterday, man, must be heartbreaking for the Cruz Azulinos. I think it's 15 games now. 15 games, a, where they haven't been able to beat America. Oh my god! I mean, at this point, it's like a, we already know what's going to happen. You know, yeah, that's... it's it's like Mari Pavich. <laughs> you know, America gets envelope. You are the father, dude. <laughs> that's a that's a psychological blow, man. And that's all over the news, not just in like uh, podcasts or uh, you know people trolling. It's like on Univision, they're talking about Pater and Dad and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about so, like you're playing a a game against somebody, and then they're known as your father, like your dad. They take they- I think, and people are just like, oh, here come the new memes, new, you know, fresh. It is. They're just waiting, right? I bet they're doing them as they watch the game. Yeah, and then you can see Chewy Corona at home, man, balling if he loses this next, well, when they get eliminated here in the next leg. You think they'll get eliminated? I'm, I'm thinking so, man. I yeah, know people had high, had good good thoughts for Cruz Azul because they have you know they have a pretty good a better a, a lot better team. Their their season started out really well. Caraglio was was scoring some goals. Cauterucho wasn't too too quemado, and uh, they were doing good. But uh, but then they they lose some injuries because they lost uh, Elias Hernandez, right? He he lost the whole season, or was that is he back? That's correct. Yeah, I don't think he's he's been playing. Alvarado played good, I think, last night. Um, he was controlling things in the in the midfield offensively. But uh, but yeah, it's just on the defense. I think uh, actually that that guy used to be with America. What is his name? Pablo Aguilar. Yes. The defensive uh, for Cruz Azul, he was uh, 
not doing too well. But I think I think America joins in through the clubs we were talking about with the money, because they have they have a stacked lineup as well, Ivan Wen and uh, uh, that other dude that scored. Um, they have a, they have a lot of uh, offensive players, and then Orvelin coming in, Henry Martin coming in, also as substitutions. I think I think it's going to be uh, America beating Leon. Even coming up next, and they're gonna they're they're gonna be a serious contender to to win it all. Is America the, is the bracket already set up for that that matchup? Yeah, I've got it up on the on the Twitter. It's uh it's America Cruz Azul and Tijuana Leon on the one side, and the other two on the other side. So that's the way it's set up per uh, Wikipedia, at least. Okay, so it, it, we could potentially be seeing um, America Leon and Rayados versus Tigres. Yep, exactly. That 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 looks to be those. Those would be good games, very good games. And just quickly, I want to add uh, what we've been seeing with because uh, Piojo dominated Caixinha. I remember a lot of the Mexican press when Caixinha was at Santos. Man, they were bending over, spreading their cheeks, and just praising <laughs> that guy and talking about how he brought all this, you know, modern techniques and and his mm-hmm. European savviness. And then he kind of sucked after he leaves. After after he leaves Liga MX, he kind of got bounced around. He went to Rangers, and now, right? And he, yeah, he, and he, he cost scouted, him a... He scouted a Guli. Guli. How do you Yeah. The Tronco. The Pumas Tronco. They almost made it to Chivas, man. Um, somehow Guli is still out there in Europe. <laughs> well, yeah, he's like in the Polish, like, fourth division or something. <laughs> they pay them in shots and <laughs> fifty dollars and a twelve pack of or whatever. <laughs> he's he's happy. Uh, no but but uh you know just just Piojo because he's he's been very dominant and if and if if it had been I feel if I feel if it would have been like a foreigner like if he was Argentine or Spanish that <clears throat> the Mexican Media would be just praising him, and there was a stat that came up of how many goals they've been scoring off of set pieces. And I remember when, um, you know, when when JCO was a selection, and they would talk about, you know, they'll give him credit for stuff like that. And and here you have like Piojo doing some records, and it's almost being ignored. And he's setting up some pretty mighty records, um, and even like head to head against rivals. And all of that, and then uh, Nacho as well. He he, you know, he hasn't gotten as much a credit as he deserves. <clears throat> well, I mean, can you blame us for being a little bit critical of Piojo? <laughs> because like he's been a coach for how long, and he's only gotten like two league titles, and uh, and he just recently won a Copa Amekis, you know. So it's like people put him on this pedestal and it's like, I get it. You know, he's a great cheerleader and he kind of reminds me of Barney Rubble, but, <laughs> but it's like, let's look at the actual silverware and what he's accomplished in his career. And I mean, I'm not impressed. Well, I mean, his numbers is not just titles, but it's like his overall performance in Liga MX. Mm-hmm. So when he's been like, like he was at, 
Cholos and his previous stint at America, um, he's he has been on point. So not it wasn't always the case like throughout his career, but at least I would say for the past what since like 2012. So maybe it's almost going on. Yeah, since like 2012 yeah. until now, he's been pretty consistent. So, I mean, oh, that's very difficult to keep that level of consistency of you're, you're always – because, yeah, at the beginning, he, he was getting relegated and, and he, his results weren't there. But for the past, what is it now, seven years, he's always finishing, at, you know, mm. high in the league and he's fighting campeonatos. So, I mean, that's – his. I, I, numbers-wise, he's probably the best uh, so coach look, in the I'm league. Looking at his, I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. He's got uh, a total of 644 games that he's coached, yeah. and his overall win percentage is 43%, which is, I mean, that's pretty good. Almost half of the games he's coached, they've won. And as of right now, with his stint at America, he actually has exactly 50% win percentage. So yeah, I mean he has been really consistent in the last yeah. last couple of years. Um but uh, it's weird because in Liga Mekis we recycle the same coaches and they're on this carousel. <laughs> and like you look at all these people like La Volpe and stuff and like wait, how many league titles do these fools actually have? And it's like not that many, you know. Hola. Yeah. Yeah, La Volpe is, is the one. He's 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 one that's played the longest without without not winning as much. Um, and then Tuca has been very successful, though. Yeah, I would say he's probably like him and Wuse. Wuse Tich are probably like the best Mexican coaches we've had. Yeah, with the most winning, like with the most, they have the most league titles. Yeah. But I mean, using Piojo, like he could still be in in, you know. It's- Say how old he is? He's, he's 51. Got, he's got a long so, way to go. <laughs> like, let's say he coaches for 10 more years. You know, I do think he'll rack up a few more few more silverware. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, for sure. Did we cover all the Liga and Mex games already? We talked about Cruz Azul... What was the other one? It was uh, yesterday. Necaxa. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we we had them. Yeah, Uh, we we talked about them. They they might get smacked back into reality when they go into Tamalera. Can we all agree we're looking at, like, what is it, Leon versus America and Tigres versus Monterrey? Is that what we're looking at right now? Yes. Going going through? Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. So, Chiquis, you you see, uh, going off of what you said, your potential final is America versus Rayados. Yeah, I think so. That that loss uh, to Nicaxa sort of has me uh, wondering or worried a little bit. I was thinking, um, it wasn't too too long ago when Monterrey won the Conca Champions, and you know, once you get once you go off that high. And you feel you accomplished everything. The motivation—I don't know if it comes back. Uh, but 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 you're talking about Rayados, man, and they really won a league title. Yeah, uh, they really? lost two at home already against Tigres and Pachuca. Uh, okay, so it may, and... not, may not affect them. 
I was just thinking, okay, Monterrey just won Coca Champions. Hey, but they sweeten the deal. They'll say, hey, you guys bring home the doblete. You know, we're going to yeah, they could do give that. this bonus here. Give you some... some I'm just looking on the other podologas, side. Huh? <laughs> yeah, on the other side of the coin, the America, they won Copa America. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a while back longer. You know, they've gotten over that and they're focused in on the league. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they, they've been gunning for the doblete since last season. Yeah, so they made a point of that, and the players know it. Like they, they make sure that they they to drill that in, saying, uh, "Don't think you're accomplished just because you won the cup." So, so did I hear this correctly that we're not going to have a club World Cup this year? Oh yes, you, you are correct, sir. Um, Two more yeah. years. So Tur- then, what's the point of having a Concacaf Champions League? <laughs> oh, because it's it's. Because <laughs> it's the regional tournament. I guess, you know, but it's like, <laughs> hey, you're not going to Disneyland this year and you're not going next year, you know? It's like, what? Yeah. But I mean, I I know it, it loses a bit, a bit of like, but but I still think it's important to 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 be dominant <clears throat> in the region. To show how uh, the gap is not closing. <laughs> At least not in the field. Um, but... I think they want to, they want to do like, they want to get rid of the confederaciones and then they want to have a bigger clubs World Cup, like more teams and a tournament style. But the the European teams, they don't want to do that. I mean, while they figure that out, can we just, can we just play some freaking Copa Libertadores? Yeah, yeah well, there's the negotiation thing going on. So it's it's still up in the air. Um, it's like that. no, it's like I beat up my little brother so many times, you know. I just like, <laughs> I'm ready for a new challenge, bro. Like, <laughs> and I think in South America, they're like, I don't want my little brother. Oh yeah, me up. Of course not. They no, they they want they want the money. They, yeah, they, they want, want the they money. don't want ass beating. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't want to get humiliated in their own home and their own confederation. Yeah, but they don't they don't see it like that. Like I, I don't think I don't know, I, not, I don't know, not the teams. No, they they got some pride. Um, I don't think Brazilian teams, you know, that they they see they think that they're gonna get taken to school. Um, I I, I will say though that uh, you drop a a name like Chivas and they'll respect the you know fuck out of oh, you. Oh yeah, that that like, is true. Like South American teams they they know that you know these Mexican clubs aren't aren't a joke. And we've seen it time and time again where Goldman Bull has done everything in their power to give us a disadvantage. Um, so it's like you want the money that the Mexican teams bring and, and the broadcasting and all that, but you also don't want to get ridiculed in your own confederation you know, tournament. And I think that's why you've seen a little bit of resistance. But, but you know, I, I don't see it as complete ridicule because at the same time, the, the Mexican teams are, are filled with South American players. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so it's kind of we saw when Pachuca, Pachuca won the Sud America. Yeah, the that cup. They keep changing. Remember they had Merco Norte. Um, I was confusing them with that one too. Santander, and yeah, they just changed the sponsor, <laughs> but it's still the same tournament. But, yeah, no, but the one Pachuca one was like it was like the was lesser the cup. Yeah, the Sud America. Yeah, Sud America. I think it gets like the Europa stu- League of yeah. Of, of, uh... Does it does it still get played? Or... Yeah, they still play it. Okay, yeah, no, but they used to have like early two thousand. They used to have Merco Norte and Mercosur. Mm. 
I just I just remember the the anthem and it's just like so it it still gives me chills you know when I would watch Chivas play and you hear like the the Copa Libertadores like the opera oh. singing and it's just like hell yeah you know and I miss yeah, that, that. Was... <laughs> and and I, I just miss seeing how far we can go you know as like because the league we our league is very competitive and people keep saying that it's not a top ten league in the world and I'm like it is a top ten league in the world like. And Libertadores used to prove that because we would go far. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I used to like seeing the games uh, against like Chilean teams or even Uruguay, Brazil, Argentina. I used to mm-hmm. even Colombia. Uh, those it, those used to be really fun. Um, it's good to watch, especially with Chivas, just all Mexicans. You wanted to see how they would match up. Um. Yeah, hopefully, well, hopefully they settle something. Uh, so there's been rumors of that there's ongoing talk and they want, they, they also want MLS, which I don't mind because if, if they, mm-hmm. if there's like a Libertadores at the bank, you know, the, that means that we could go see a Libertadores games in our backyard. So I don't, I don't mind. I would, I would love to see how a team like LAFC would stack up against. Uh, America. Yeah, but but you know, just the chance to see like an official tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't pass it up. And you know that ambiente would be legit, you know, because LAFC is one of the few teams, probably one of the only teams in the MLS that actually has an authentic vibe and and a pretty good presence. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully, I missed. I know that that John De Luisa had been asked about it. And I heard briefly, I forgot what he said. He was saying something about CONCACAF had to approve it or something like that. Uh, or that they have to, like, agree on the dates. Because I think that's the main thing, the calendar. Yeah, Libertadores has a awkward schedule, right? I don't, I need to be honest, I don't know. And, and I don't remember it being a problem before. But that's, that's one thing that, you know, Liga MX has all of a sudden say, you know what, we're not, we're not cool with those, with those dates. Cause I know it, it, it I want to say it bleeds into the international dates for like, you know, tournaments. And I think that's what happened in the past. Well, I, I think, I do think Cornwall needs some of that sweet money. They so do. hopefully they, they come to an agreement. I, I, I want to see some more. So more because I do feel Chiva family do feel robbed, right? Right when they were scheduled to go, they they canceled that. Oh man, nothing boils my blood more than like seeing these uh, clubs not release their players anymore. You know, like Monterrey won't let some of their players go for the was it for the, under under, under twenty? Yeah, I'm like, man, we gave up all our goods. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, man, like. Chivas had a had a really good chance of winning when they beat Boca when it was that four zero. They had yeah. they were on a, such a great run, and then uh, you know Copa Confederaciones comes around and then boop everyone's gone. Yeah, that that was messed up because uh, he even took um, it was it was a golpe and, and he he called like five players from Chivas mm-hmm. and, and Chivas had had. Um, um, Corona, Jose. They had Corona. And they took him too, and, right? 
Yeah, and even though he was going to be the third keeper, like, because yeah, they, they had, I think they had Osvaldo and, and, uh, and Memo. So it's like, dude, you're not going to use him, and, and you're still taking him. And he had he had looked really good in, in the games he had played with Chivas. So that that hurt, man. It's like, no, 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 that that was supposed to be our, our replacement. He's like, well, I'm taking your replacement too. <laughs> <laughs> he probably did it on purpose. He still had that that odd lasardido, man. And, uh, are you guys excited at all for the U20? Uh, like, those tournaments don't – I mean, I, I guess I'll watch it, you know, but – Not not excited, but I, I do find that interesting because uh, there's two big names for Mexico right there in, in Linus and J.J. Mack. Mm-hmm. So I want to see – I just want to see how they, they perform. Uh, these are two guys that we're definitely going to be seeing in the national team – in in the future, they're they're gonna be the, you know, they're next in line to carry the team. Mm-hmm. So I, I am interested just to see how they how they do. Yeah, I just hope that they have a very standout World Cup, and hopefully, for Linus at least, they convince him to like stay at Betis, or you know, they take him a little bit more serious. Um, and then for JJ Mack to to get out of Mexico as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think at Leon he's he's fine. Like Yeah. Like I wouldn't mind seeing him like another season at Leon, you know, um if he continues playing at that level. Because the, the best thing you could do as especially as youth is uh get as much playing time as you can. That's true. And that's how you develop the most, like just just playing, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, just getting playing I'd rather have that than he goes to some club and then he's just riding the pine. Yeah. 20 minutes here and there, you know? Yeah. And as a striker, that's like, nah, that's like the worst like nightmare you can have. Yeah. Cause, and you know, and, and we talked about this in one of the other podcasts, cause we see, we, I do see with like Mexico fans, there's this fear that, you know, like if the player doesn't leave by a certain age, he won't be able to make it. But, but we saw with like Chicharo left, uh, it was at 21. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and right away he, he adapted right away to the, to the EPL and he scored like 20 goals that first season with Man U. And so this guy, JJ Mack, he's 19, you know, so it's not like. And he's, he's a completely different type of player too, you know? Yeah. And, and even, um, even, um, I forget his name. Um, RJ, you know, he left at oh. what twenty three. Um, yeah. Raúl Jiménez, he left at twenty three, and and he didn't, you know. And he had done, he had done things at the uh, at America and at national team level. I think. Um, I mean, he won the he won a league title, right, with America. Yes, I think I think Mac JJ Mac needs a, needs more time. He needs. And, more, uh, yeah, and he won. Um, uh, what's it, Olympic gold, right? Didn't he? Didn't he get the Chilena? That Chilena. He, yeah, he did against still... Panama. Yeah, he was part of the <laughs> Olympic team. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he played much though. I don't, I don't know if he played. I know he was part of the squad though. You know, but he was in the team, and I think he won a gold scoring with America. Yeah, well, me as a Chivas fan, it just hurts to see JJ Mack not <laughs> Chivas, you know. So it's like. Uh, if he stays in the league and he scores, you know, 
10, 20 goals a, a season, it's going to really bother me. <laughs> and Q's been kind of cursed, man, because they haven't had, like, a standout player. Like, they had Vela of that quality, and then Vela left at 17. We didn't what? even get 17? to see him. Yeah, he was 17. Uh, they took him to Arsenal. He never debuted or, with you. Arsenal. Nope. Not in the first, at least not with the first team. And and then Chicharro, he, we didn't get to see a lot of him, you know. Whoa. Right, right yeah. when he had that one standout season and then he's gone. Yeah, we can't um, even use him for the Copa Libertadores final. And he was just <laughs> man. They're like double yeah. handicapped. They're handicapped. <laughs> they, have, they have to choose Mexican players. And then the Mexican players that are great end up having, you know, end up getting opportunities in the yeah. go to Europe. So they get called for either national duty or, you know, they get poached. And then you have uh, Ulises Davila, too, who, oh, I mean, to be honest, he maybe had 20 games to his name before Chelsea came a knocking, you know. So I guess I can understand why you guys aren't too eager to see JJ Mack get a contract, you know, cause to be honest, yeah, he still has, I mean, has he done anything in like Liga Mack? He's not, not yet. You know, he's, he's, he's still got to get like, I would say like a hundred, a hundred appearances before you start. No, but, but you know, I, I would say as a Mexican, as a Mexican striker, I think he's ahead of the curb just to be 19. Yeah. And I think he's the best. Uh, he's the top Mexican, at least for, Goal scorers, he had like six or seven throughout the season. Goals. Yeah, eight, eight goals. Um, he the, ended up having eight. The next Mexican is like uh, on the table is Camilo da Silva. If you even know who he is, <laughs> I never heard of that guy. Who, are you sure? Is he naturalizado though, or, or maybe? <laughs> da Silva is, is he like Paraguayo? Probably Brazilian, maybe. Let's see another Mexican. Henry Martin with four goals and JJ Mack with eight. And Wait, Jack- did he score the eight in the regular season? Yeah, it was in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Like and then he scored, he just scored one. How many assists does he have? Because I feel like he has a lot of assists, no? Yeah, Camilo da Silva, you sound best. He's Brazilian, dude. No, we're not, I'm not going to yeah. count him. Well, no, I'm, I'm, not gonna... the, I'm looking at the, go- the Tabla de Goleo and mm-hmm. okay. the names it says Mexican or Argentinian Chileno. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's naturalizado. Not, not that I don't say he doesn't count as Mexican, but I'm saying that came through the Mexican youth system. Yeah, disregard that. And it's Henry Martinez, the next guy with four goals. <clears throat> that is definitely concerning, isn't it? Oh, it's been for a long time. <laughs> Just because, and I think it's because uh, teams are always like we can't bringing the strikers. strikers from abroad. No, I, I do think that Mexico has the because we've seen throughout the years we we you know you had Pelayas, you had Hermosillo, you had Sag- yeah, but those guys never Sag- those guys never went abroad. I mean, they might have, but you know. No, no, the, but I'm saying yeah. as far as like developing, like or, or bringing yeah. out talent, uh, it's there. But the clubs just because of the the short season, they need quick results. So a lot of players, they're not going to get that much opportunities. They get like two, three games, and then if they're not scoring or continue, they boot them out. You might disagree with me on this, but I would say the 2006 World Cup was probably like the worst squad we've had in a while. <laughs> no, like, I don't disagree. <laughs> Kikin Fonseca, Omar Bravo, and Guia Franco. Like those are like the the best we we could have. You know, that, that's like the best we could produce as far as strikers. What a shit show. <laughs> what? Well, 
Well, yeah, Guille, but Guille went injured. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he was. I thought that was he was bad. injured. Oh man, oh he just sucked in the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I confused it. Because I remember so, yeah, when we had a friendly against uh, England in the Wembley, and he started and he got injured, and then Chicharito came in. Yeah. Good, good memory there, man. Yeah. But you know, I guess like every top league, right? You don't really see like, for example, like in the EPL, you you have Salah who's like leading, and then Aguero, and then Aubameyang, Sané. Like I had to read off like four names before you get. Uh, English player, but, Jamie Vardy, and then Kane. So, but but you know what happens with some of those leagues, like 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 uh, like in England and Spain, that they have really competitive second divisions. So a, a lot of like if if they have some of the upstarts in those teams, mm -hmm. uh, that's that's usually where they're getting experience. Yeah, and yeah. before they they make the jump. To the you know, within within Max, you know that second is just not that competitive. You have a few teams that are good, but then you have a lot that are just yeah. you know. Yeah, definitely the level of competition drops off, and then out of those teams that you have in the league, you have a handful that are even eligible to get promoted, which is to me makes no sense. Like it doesn't matter how many, how, how big your stadium is. If you won the title, you deserve to get promoted. Like, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean they're trying to improve the league, like make it more marketable, and I think that's part of the standards because um, that they want clubs to meet because they want to avoid they want to avoid some of those shit shows that we've seen with like Chapas. That you know they owed they owed wages on players for months. Uh, and then we're seeing it with Veracruz, where the... But they're going to stay, know, right? That's what I heard. Today, today, right? I think today is the... Today's the day that Cody has to... Cough you know, up the six yeah, million? The six million. You know, it's a Chivas being relegation zone, and I, I read sometimes about fans, and they're worried. Like, what are you worried about? <laughs> you just pay the six million, and you stay... Yeah, so like, is there even going to be teams getting relegated anymore if they can just pay to stay? Like, are we yeah, gonna, that, are we going to have like MLS with like thirty teams? <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's something that they want. I think the league wants to make it more profitable for owners, so I think they, that's why they want to get rid of the uh, censo, um, which it, it makes sense, you know, because because. Um, that's the reason you could say why there's not any more investors coming into the, into the Liga MX clubs. I mean, some of these teams in the second division have better stadiums than in the first. Like, Zacatepec has a nice stadium, man. Yeah. No, but I'm saying there's not that many uh, people willing to buy in, you know, yeah. like to buy into the clubs. Yeah. That's, why, that's why, like, FEMSA and CEMEX are, are being so dominant. And then for so many years, Cemento Cruz Azul and Televisa also were able to to stay dominant. They're big corporations, but there's there's more other corporations, but they haven't 
they've been reluctant to buy in because they're like, you know, we could just lose money, especially if the team gets relegated. Mm, so, it's, so yeah, they're so trying to say, hey, you know, like if you if you do it, like we won't, you know, kick you out. Yeah. Well, that's that's why, like in in MLS, we see um, LAFC they they bought the team for one hundred million. That's that's how much it costs for the franchise. And and we're seeing Veracruz only has to pay six million. <laughs> it's like, damn, that's that's quite the difference. Yeah. Uh, and then the new clubs that are coming in because they're expanding, they're gonna pay two hundred million to go into the league. And I mean, so I mean, I don't expect uh, some club, Liga MX, buying into the league at at that amount, but certainly more than six million, and and at least. Some corporation like Comex and, and there's other, maybe even Bimbo, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that, that would own a team and they don't have to worry that the, the next season it's, it's, they're, they're in Segunda and then they just lost this massive investment. So mm-hmm. if, if you're guaranteed, at least you'll be like, okay, I'm a, I'm a put so much to build a stadium and I'm gonna put this much more money to bring in some top players. What I don't get is if you're on the sidelines and you're like an investor, how are you not salivating over the opportunity of turning Chivas into the club that everyone wants? You know, they already have a stadium. They just need someone to take it off of Vergara's dying hands, man. <laughs> oh, man. That, that sounds savage because he is. He is dying. Uh, the last <sighs> report from TV Notas. Uh, such a reliable source. Such a, anyway, it was the it was the to go the to go the to go source for Marimar updates. But yeah, he supposedly has terminal cancer, um, and they're saying he's in his last days. So <clears throat> I mean, but they've been saying that for a few months now, mm. any day now. So sounds like Castro. Was, you heard news that he was gonna die every year, and then he's. He was still dictator for like 20 more years. It's going to be Vergara. He's, he could die any day now. 10 years from now, he's still there. Um, but yeah, no, there's there's a thing that they might they might sell the team. But I, I know that um, I know that they are a big draw, at least for as TV contract. Uh, Televisa having their new, they're going to have a new station. I think a sports station here in the U.S. I heard about that, yeah. Yeah, so I think if they get Chivas contract, then that's, you know, they would have Chivas in America. Um, and it's, I, I don't know, man. I think because the whole Vergara situation with with Angelica, mm. and they're saying that she's still tied up somehow. What? Yeah, I was reading something about that. So I think that's why there hasn't been any, like, like, you know, we haven't heard anything recently about, like, any, any like, real bids. Yeah, dude. It's just a very tough time to be a Chivas fan. And then you you get the announcement that the Mons boy is staying on. Like, why, man? Why would you do this? <laughs> I, like that dude, man. I like that dude. I'm a fan. You like you like how he dances, Cheeky? I like how he dances. He has a, the the boy strap. I have, I have a legit question because I don't have I don't have the answer to it. Has he ever won a title? 
No, sir. But oh. he has reached one final. Oh, my watch. It was, it was Morelia versus Pumas. And it wow. was like eight years ago. <laughs> he's, but he's, someone told me that he used to be better than Zidane when he was a player. Is that true? Oh, <laughs> were, you talk, were you talking to John Jagu? That sounds like something John would say. <laughs> no, he's, he was not better than. He was a really good player, though. He was one of the best Mexican players. Interesting. I yeah. just not put him at the Sisu level. <laughs> yeah, but his nickname was El Jefe, so that, that says a lot, man. Yeah, no, definitely. He's the boss, dude. Um, no, I, you know what? I, I think he was, he's not like, he doesn't have a winning record. But I don't think he, he's as bad as he's made out to be. He yeah. had, he had like decent run at Morelia where he reached the semifinals like twice and then ultimately the final when he lost. Mm-hmm. And then he saved Atlas from relegation. And they were in the relegation zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember they had Bravo on loan and, and he was the coach and, and that earned him a spot at Cruz Azul. And, uh, he was, he was having, um, a pretty decent season because he, he had like, he had like a 14 game unbeaten streak. And, and, uh, he had the team like, I think they reached the semifinals of the Copa Max. And I keep forgetting what happened, dude. I, he got into this, this like, into altercation, but I don't remember if it was with a coach or with a fan. And after that, the whole team just crashed. And and they ended up like not qualifying to Liguilla and, and just and and missing out on the Copa MX too. But it, it was like a big polemic and I dude, I can't remember what happened. That that sort of like threw a wrench into everything. <laughs> he actually this is a fun in fact, he started his managing career over here in San Jose for the earthquakes. I did not know that. Oh, damn. Nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, and then Tapico. Oh, in the N- NASL? Yeah. I did not know that. Damn, boy's been at it for a long time. <laughs> Wikipedia shows that he also won a title. Uh, what? Morelia Superliga 2010. Yeah. Oh, Superliga. Well, there, there you go. Remember those days? <laughs> Superliga was fun, man. Yeah, I, I do remember those. He has a is that thirty eight percent win percentage, but to be fair, these stats are only from two thousand fourteen. Oh man, boy, who who were you expecting though, Jaime? Who, mm. who did you think? Who did you think was gonna slide in and and get in the team? So we were we were hearing names like. Um, um, Turco oh, Martinez. Oh yeah, yeah, Turco. We were, we were hearing about. Um, Maybe Chepo again, um, and then we were hearing like you know last freaking the crazy names like freaking uh, Lopategui and who, who, who else? Like there's there's some crazy names on that list. You know, out, out of all those players mentioned, um, I would say the only one that I thought was a possibility was Turco, mm-hmm. and uh, he had just quit. Uh, Huracan again. <clears throat> he had, uh, when he left for Cholos, he had just 
it's kind of the same. Like I can't get this team to play good, so I'm out. And so it's almost the same thing. Um, Chivas has just sacked Cardoso, and and uh, all of a sudden you see Turco becomes available. Mm-hmm. I know he I know he wants back into the Liga. He gets that sweet check. And I figured, you know, it makes sense because he's he's been at Cholos, he's been in America, he knows the league, he's he knows what's got up, you know. Two titles, like, you know, that's very yeah. impressive. Yeah, he he did pretty good at Monterrey despite despite you know losing losing in the final, but but now nah, it it just he probably was asking for too much money. But um, Chepo, nah, I, I never thought Chepo would just because Higuera <laughs> doesn't like he, he doesn't like him. Have beef. I really wish they would get rid of Iguera. I don't like that guy. He's ruining the club. But but you know what? He he made those five campeonatos possible. Yeah, I would, mean, would you would you trade those five championships? Like you would give them back so Iguera would leave? No, I'm just like saying you've done your your job. Now get out. <laughs> <laughs> You either, no, no, but, but if that either, was a possibility, you either like, leave a hero or stay long enough to become the villain. Well, right now, he's, he's already he's the yeah. villain. No, that is that is true. He who, did stay. Who, who was the guy we had before him? The guy that used to be at the Luca. That guy was awesome. He, oh, it was um, Lebrija, mm-hmm. uh, but no, he was we didn't he wasn't him. there that long. Yeah, we didn't really take advantage of him. No, he quit though. He quit because yeah. Vergara. Vergara was not letting him do his job. <laughs> oh man! He, he he kept going over him, and he's like, hey, what "Too you many want chiefs, for, man? not enough Indians, you know." Exactly, man. So he left. He said he um, they didn't even tell him about the Chicharro deal. Wow, it's disrespectful. He said that he would have stopped it. He would have held, yeah, yeah. Well, at least held on to him until after Libertadores or. Or after the World Cup, I forgot which one was going to be first. But yeah, because that deal saying, happened in a very awkward time. It was like an April announcement, I think. It was like yeah. it was like this isn't even the the transfer window to even like be no. doing this. All right, you know. And, and and you know what I think it was like for Vergara, like just just uh for him it was the whole the stadium was going to be uh. They were gonna debut the stadium, yeah, and then he was gonna. That was that was part of the deal that that Man U would come and play the first ever game. So I, I think mean, that it was a great game too, man. Chivas won the game, <laughs> and Chicharro scored against Man United. And then he scored against Chivas, right? Then he scored. Mm, he didn't score against, against Chivas. No, his first goal with Man United was against the MLS All Stars. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> but I wish Which, was it even a goal? Wasn't it like a long pass? And maybe like sick oh, he was offside or he was onside. Oh, he was onside. Yeah, and it was uh, good goal. I remember Giggs looked at Fergie and said, "20 goals." <laughs> but I oh, wish man. they would have added a clause like, "Oh, by the way, we have a big Champions League final. Can we use him one more time before we give him to you?" You know. <laughs> With Libertadores, like he, they should have negotiated that too, man. Yep, that would have been because, um, yeah, Chivas held its own against Inter, and uh, they they held their own. I think if they would have had Chicharo, they would have just. I'm yeah. not saying they would have won, but they would have had a 
better possibilities. One of the best goals Marco Fabian had scored was in that final. Oh, man. I, you know what? That was one of the games where I was, like, devastated. Or I stopped, I stopped watching for soccer for, like, two years. Damn. I just went, like, like uh, cold turkey, man. Wow. Because I was like, I don't think I'm going to get to see Chivas in the Libre final anytime soon. Yeah, I think that's how a lot of Ajax fans feel right now. Like, they're probably <laughs> oh, not going to. Rob, they're that's probably not gonna, yeah, they're not going to see a run like that in a, in a no, long time. No, you know, well, the last time was in 95, if I remember. I think 95, yeah. they go up against Juventus. Um, they had Edgar David as the yeah. one that I remember. Um, and, but, yeah, it's, it's, they have 95, so. Yeah. How many years has it been? Like <sighs> A long time. Probably 30 almost. <laughs> Damn, 30 years, man, that's, some kid was born, and he's 30 right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it was a fun run, and, and you know, uh, I'm going to do, like, my little prediction for Champions League final, just because um, we had such great semifinals, but unfortunately, I actually see the final being a very, very boring match. <laughs> And that's why I didn't want two English teams to be in the final. It's going to be one of those games that will probably be like 1-1 and they'll go all the way to penalties and it won't be. You know, they're going to be a little bit too conservative, I think. So you think they blew their load already? Oh, 100%. Yeah, this isn't going to be one of those crazy back and forth, <laughs> you know, like edge your seat type of games. No, it's going to be a very conservative match. And uh, I... Think Liverpool will probably get it because they beat Spurs two one in, in league play twice this season. So I would probably give my best bet to to Liverpool. Ouch! I, I you know I agree with you. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it does turn out, but but I would odds are that the game's gonna play it? out just the way you you say it. What was that? <laughs> oh my God. I think that's Cheeky's replaying what we're saying. I thought that was was your soundboard. (laughs) No. (laughs) Inadvertent soundboard. (laughs) Uh, You guys ready to uh, finalize it? I think I have a meeting coming up, but... Oh, well, we could just, yeah, to finalize, just some quick thoughts on Copa de Oro, and uh, you were talking about the goalkeepers, how there's, there's no one to take over after Ochoa hangs up his gloves. Or is anyone that comes close to him, I would say, talent-wise? Um, as far as, like, young prospects, Gudinho, uh, we all thought was going to be that person, and it looks like it's not happening. And then you have uh, Jurado from Veracruz, who yes. who's really good. And then um, you have the typical suspects, you know, Lajur and... Um, I don't know. I, I can't really think of any, to to be honest. Gota, but he's kind of old, man. He is. He is. Well, I, I still think it's it's still <laughs> early. I think uh, Godinho and Jurado could still, you know, they still have a few years to to show us something. Um, but we were hearing the news of all these players that keep dropping off, uh, either 
they're not ready or they they don't want to play or they're injured. So it looks like Chicharro might not come in. <clears throat> he's uh, he's expecting know. a little Chicharro. Yeah, his yeah yeah he's about to, and and then the news just making the rounds that Bella said no, <clears throat> uh, and then Chucky's injured. Uh, I don't know about Tecatito. I don't know. I don't uh, know if he caught the flu. I think Tecate uh, uh, Martino is still a little bit upset about what happened I, with his situation. And I think he's not even going to merit a call-up because of that. Okay. And then and then you have uh, Ache Ache, who is a free agent. And oh, that's we, right. we still don't know if he's going to stay or go to Atletico Madrid, but I don't think he's coming either. Yeah, he, yeah, that's true. He said he wants to wrap up his situation first. Um, and um, it's yeah, it's going to be one of those gold cups that he, it doesn't really matter who we it, take. It, we're still going to be in the final, I think. We we got a Jimenez, and then this will be Pizarro's time to shine, man. I know, man. So with those two, I, I would feel confident. And then, I think that, yeah. I think Alexis Vega and Gudinho got called up. I don't know if they're doing like just like pre- preliminary yeah. lists right now, but they they both got called up. They are in camp. Yeah. So this might be one of those tournaments where you see Raul Jimenez and what Pulido. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't think Pulido, man. I think I think that he took he took Vega over Pulido says a lot. Um, well, I mean, what other strikers are available, Martin? Uh, we, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll take out, um, I'll take out uh, Peralta from the old folks home. No, I'll wheel no. him out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> put him in crutches and just put him in. Well, hey, watch him be more effective than Pulido. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, like... <laughs> I, I honestly think he would. He has a way better. Uh, skill set with holding up play and he's got a better shot from distance I think but yeah I think unfortunately his time with the national team is is done no I know but if you're lacking players it's like who do I take so it's like, yeah. hey, I'm bringing this home you know I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna go look for him he's he's like in uh, Last Jedi when when they go look for Luke and he's, he's in the, he just wants to be left in peace and then but, as far as the Vela situation, I'm not really surprised, but I will say this. Uh, I was watching LAFC's, like, they have this documentary on ESPN+. Plus, like It's like 10 episodes. And there was a scene where Bob Bradley pulled aside uh, their goalkeeper. I, for- I forgot their na- his name, but he was like, hey, you got a call for, like, the national team. And I said, no, because we want you to focus on LAFC, and you'll get those opportunities in the future. And I- And I'm thinking knowing how Bob Bradley is and how LAFC want to win a title and Vela wants to be ah, an he yeah. probably had a similar conversation. And let's be honest, it probably didn't take much convincing <laughs> to tell Vela <laughs> to, to tell us to kick rocks. But it definitely does upset me. Yeah. Because you know, like, what good is a player like Vela who wants to be the MVP, who wants to win a league title? Like, what good are these acclimates? If us as as uh, you know fans and and countrymen don't get to benefit from this, you know. Well, I mean, not not for the selection, but I mean, it's very important for LAFC as a club, so they could start cementing themselves as one of the 
top teams in the MLS. I think that's what they want, you know. They want to try to establish themselves as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it just upsets me because it's like, well, that's cool and all. I'm happy for him, but if we can't use him, then, you know, <laughs> kick rocks, man. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wonder what will happen there. Uh, the That press conference will be interesting. And if you're going to, like, like why, all right, if you're going to, like, do this, then why don't you just tell us, like, hey, I'm done, you know? Like, just make that statement. And it's fine, but this whole teasing is, is very upsetting. Or we, we could trick them like we talked about in, in the in what other podcast. We, we use the black selection uniform. <laughs> we, we play the game at the Bank of California. He won't yeah. even know, man. I know. He won't we know. Need to, we need to bring back those uh, the kits that we wore where it was black with gold. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have Panama, whoever we're playing, wear the Galaxy kit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kiki's has to go. Um, he has a meeting or something. Okay. But I think that's all she wrote for now. Um, yeah. We're going to see how the other Liguilla games play off. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have another another podcast to uh, to see if we were spot on or yeah. pissing out of the pot. <laughs> so just to recap, we're expecting both Leon, America, Rayados, and Tigres to go through. Yes. And we'll see what happens. Chiquis? Did he, he, did he leave already? Yeah, I'm about to leave right now. So, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. You guys have a good one. You too, man.